and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. Friends, we are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming back soon. You need to be ready. And the only way to do that is to listen to the Word of God and invite Him into your heart. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Are you in it for fame or fortune? How do you measure success? 1 Corinthians 9 is an interesting chapter. Some people in Corinth were questioning the Apostle Paul's authority. Why? Because he didn't take a salary or fee from the church for the work he did there. He helped to organize or plant a new church, train leaders and teachers, and he preached the gospel truth, the good news of Jesus' salvation. Let's read how Paul handled this. 1 Corinthians 9. And Paul writes, Am I not as free as anyone else? Am I not an apostle? Haven't I seen Jesus our Lord with my own eyes? Isn't it because of my work that you belong to the Lord? Even if others think I am not an apostle, I certainly am to you. You yourselves are proof that I am the Lord's apostle. This is my answer to those who question my authority. Don't we have the right to live in your homes and share your meals? Don't we have the right to bring a believing wife with us as the other apostles and the Lord's brothers do and as Peter does? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have to work to support ourselves? What soldier has to pay his own expenses? What farmer plants a vineyard and doesn't have the right to eat some of its fruit? What shepherd cares for a flock of sheep and isn't allowed to drink some of the milk? Am I expressing merely a human opinion or does the law say the same thing? For the law of Moses says, quote, you must not muzzle an ox to keep it from eating as it treads out the grain. That's Deuteronomy 25.4, uh, unquote. Uh, was God thinking only about oxen when he said this? Wasn't he actually speaking to us? Yes, it was written for us so that the one who plows and the one who threshes the grain might both expect a share of the harvest. Since we have planted spiritual seed among you, aren't we entitled to a harvest of physical food and drink? If you support others who preach to you, shouldn't we have an even greater right to be supported? But we have never used this right. We would rather put up with anything than be an obstacle to the good news about Christ. Don't you realize that those who work in the temple get their meals from the offerings brought to the temple? And those who serve at the altar get a share of the sacrificial offerings. In the same way, the Lord ordered that those who preach the good news should be supported by those who benefit from it. Yet, I never used any of these rights. And I'm not writing this to suggest that I want to start now. In fact, I would rather die than lose my right to boast about preaching without charge. Yet preaching the good news is not something I can boast about. I am compelled by God to do it. How terrible for me if I didn't preach the good news. If I were doing this on my own initiative, I would deserve payment. But I have no choice, for God has given me this sacred trust. What then is my pay? 
It is the opportunity to preach the good news without charging anyone. That's why I never demand my rights when I preach the good news. Even though I am a free man with no master, I have become a slave to all people to bring many to Christ. When I was with the Jews, I lived like a Jew to bring the Jews to Christ. When I was with those who follow the Jewish law, I too lived under that law. Even though I am not subject to the law, I did this so I could bring Christ to those who are under the law. When I am with the Gentiles who do not follow the Jewish law, I too live apart from that law so I can bring them to Christ. But I do not ignore the law of God. I obey the law of Christ. When I am with those who are weak, I share their weakness, for I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. I do everything to spread the good news and share in its blessings. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. It's 1 Corinthians 9. So how do we apply this to our lives? When I started this blog and podcast, I had the opportunity to include advertisements. I found them too distracting from the message of Jesus' gospel of true salvation. I took them off the blog. I could just I could also have added a donation button to the blog as well as a request for donations in the podcast. I didn't. A friend of mine suggested I write another book. Nope, I don't want to. I reach more people with the blog and the podcast and social media than I could ever do with a published book. People are searching and are hungry for God. I want to provide a website and podcast free of charge with easy to understand information where they can learn the gospel truth, not the watered down, twisted gospel, quote unquote, that is falsely preached in progressive churches and certainly not what is taught in Catholic churches, except maybe charismatic ones. So like Paul, I've curtailed my rights to modify my efforts. My goal is to reach as many people as possible without hindrance. Common ground. Another thing Paul talks about here is finding common ground with the people. That is imperative. Like it or not, we Christians are selling and marketing Jesus. Being a marketing consultant, I use my God-given skills, talents, and expertise in my writing, calls to action, and social media posts. Also, I find common ground with the people I'm trying to reach. I am a former Catholic. I attended a progressive church for years, and I was a prodigal for many, many years, a lost sinner. I can relate to most people in my target audience. I was walking around with a false sense of salvation for decades, totally and completely clueless because the churches I attended did not teach salvation. My life's purpose now is to continue studying God's word, the Bible, and to relay its teachings of Jesus' true salvation, the good news, to seeking and searching souls, just like I was, seeking something but in the wrong places. I found that something only through Jesus Christ. And you can click on over to my blog to check out my testimony. Um, what are you searching for? Is it fame, fortune, love, a meaningful relationship, an honor, peace, hope, Joy, happiness, success, what? 
I'll quote Paul again from his letter to the Philippians. This is Philippians 3, verses 12 through 4. I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Oh, when that rapture happens, or if, uh, if I die, whatever comes first, I want Jesus to say to me, you did good, good and faithful servant. Well, if you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit and get a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture, you have to invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know how to do that, if you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes, as well as a a link to my blog, and I've got a page there on how to invite Jesus into your heart. And I've got a couple of other Bible passages for you. First one's from Revelation 3, verse 20. And it's the picture I'm sure all of you have uh, have seen of Jesus knocking at the door. And it's from this, this passage. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we'll share a meal together as friends. He's knocking at the door of your heart, but you have to let him in. He will not force himself into your heart. And another one I like, Jesus said in John 10, verses 9 through 1, Jesus said, yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose, that's the thief, that's Satan, is to, is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. 
Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.